Welcome to the Sustained Dane Podcast. Sustained Dane is the sustainability organization of Dane County in Madison, Wisconsin, and this is the podcast that covers the many programs we hold that help people learn, connect, and take action for sustainability. I'm your host, Jay Davis, and today we are bringing you some of the speakers from the Sun Prairie all around Dane County that took place June 7th. We intended to bring you the live audio from the day of the event, but unfortunately, some technical difficulties prevented that from happening. However, I was able to catch up with a few of the individuals who spoke, and I got to talk to them personally about the messages that they shared. If you're unfamiliar, the All Around Dane County series of events takes place all around Dane County as Sustained Dane comes together with local sustainability enthusiasts and community leaders to connect and share their stories. These events are free and open to the public and are a great way to further your sustainable impact alongside your neighbors. So for this episode, you will get to hear from some of those neighbors. I spoke with Sarah Wells, the market manager at Sun Prairie Farmers Market, Bill Dunlop, the vice president of Sun Prairie Parks Friends, and Ben Stanger, the founder of Greenbox. First up, we have Sarah. We chatted about what the Sun Prairie Market is like and what sustainability looks like for the market. My name's Sarah Wells. I am the farmer's market manager for the Sun Prairie Farmer's Market. And in addition to that, I also own a farm here locally. So I'm hoping we can kick things off by just telling us a little bit about the market itself. Sure. So Sun Prairie has had a farmer's market for over 35 years um, in downtown Sun Prairie. This in the last, since COVID, we moved locations and we are now right in the heart of downtown on Market Street and Cannery Square. And we are there all every Saturday from seven to noon, pretty much from the beginning of May till the end of October before. And then we do move indoors for an indoor market through the winter season. You're a farmer, so do you have a stand at the market? Yes, yes, we do. In addition to in addition to market manager, I also yes have a stand there as well. What are some of the things that people can find at the market? You can pretty much find most anything uh, that you're looking for right right there in Sun Prairie. We've really grown in the last couple of years at the new location, and so anything from any type of baked good, meats, vegetables. Even services like green boxes there to, to learn about composting, residential composting, honey, dog treats, you know, you, you name it. We, we pretty much have it. Cheese, all the things that people typically are looking for at, at a farmer's market. And then um, occasionally some, we'll have some vendors pop in and out for different special events. So um, even some, some specialty things and services that'll, that'll tie to those events as well. It's typically around 30, 30 vendors, um, peak season closer to 35, upwards to, to close to 40 at times. Yeah. Can you tell folks a little bit about, you know, the sustainability aspects of going to the markets? Sure. I mean, I think providing farm to table, options that are accessible to all in our community is pretty much as sustainable as it can get. Um, you know, things are, things are grown right here, less food miles traveled. Um, and we've really worked hard at making things accessible to everyone with, um, you know, EBT availability. We're participating in double dollars this year for the first time we've partnered with sunshine place to have donation boxes. So that, not people can buy for the, buy one for their neighbor and put in the box, and so everyone can enjoy that local 
produce, local meats, the things that are grown and made right here that sometimes gets, you know, the, the thought of it's only for certain groups of people. We're, we're trying really hard to make it accessible to everyone. I mean, and just from the city's aspect, they're, they're providing a space to make businesses have an opportunity to sell and have a self-sustaining business. I mean, just like myself, we would not, I mean, it'd be harder to be a sustainable business without having the ability to have locations that are thriving to sell our, our products. So, um, I mean, there's, there's a whole realm of sustainability and I think we're, we're trying to hit as, as many aspects of that as we can provide it, making sustainable businesses um, that are thriving in our community that then in turn, turn money back into our community and just, you know, a whole snowball effect there. Before we wrap up today, anything else you want people to know about the market? Sure. I mean, even we, we hold some special events throughout the year. And I think some of those even hit on the sustainability aspect. Uh, We hold a bike to market day. So encouraging alternative forms of transportation into the market. We've brought the metro market, the metro bus in um, since that's new to Sun Prairie to to teach people how to use it and um, learn about the route. So you may see a Metro bus parked at the market sometimes, which seems strange, <laughs> but it's it's all part of the the aspect of of teaching people sustainable ways to get around the city. Mm-hmm. And then another one that's my favorite and it's growing, but uh, is a youth and ag day. So mm. having some of our youth, our, our FFA students, our 4-H members um, in the community coming to show the different things that they do and how they're interested in agriculture and kind of supporting them because they're our future. And they're the ones that are going to create even more, you know, more sustainable processes and ideas. And um, so that's been a fun one to just bring light to as well. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, sit down with the Sustained Dane podcast. Appreciate it, Sarah. Thanks for having us. The Sun Prairie Market opened in May this year and will run through October 28th and is open every Saturday from 7 a.m. to noon. And you can find a link in the episode description for more information. Next up, we have Bill Dunlop with Sun Prairie Parks and Friends, an organization that, through volunteering, financial contributions, advocacy, and collaboration, assists in the preservation and improvement of recreational opportunities, land, ecosystem structures, and equipment within the Sun Prairie's parks. I'm Bill Dunlop. I'm the vice president of the Sun Prairie Parks Friends, an organization that supports the parks uh, through volunteer efforts, advocacy, and also fundraising. So, Bill, I'm hoping you can kick things off by just telling us about your organization. Well, the the big thing we're trying to do is to engage uh, people in the actual support of the parks um, within the community. Since there are resources available to everyone, um, most of it is free of charge, uh, just being able to support them. So we organize different effort, volunteer efforts uh, throughout the year. Uh, Probably our biggest event is Earth Day, where the past couple of years we've had over 200 people out um, each time to clean up the parks to prepare them for spring and for the summer programming. And we have volunteers from different organizations, churches, schools, 
and individuals that all go out and basically pick up trash and debris and get the parks ready. Uh, we also do invasive removal um, at some of the parks, um, both in the spring and in the fall when it's opportune time to do that. And then also doing some fundraising. Uh, we actually got started doing fundraising for the uh, uh, pickleball court expansion at uh, Wyndham Hills Park. Um, and that was a successful project um, that not only raised court, uh, money for the courts, but also for lighting those courts so they can be used for tournaments. And right now we're fundraising for a disc golf course, which uh, will be sited here in Sun Prairie and uh, hopefully have nine holes to start off with. And then just also advocacy. We look at uh, when people have requests for different things in the parks, um, advocating for those requests um, on behalf of this individual citizens so we have one common voice. So if folks listening are looking to get involved, can you tell us a little bit about how they might do that? Um, the best way to do it is to uh, join um, our organization, Sun Prairie Parks Friends. Uh, it, the website is parksfriends.org, and it's a simple, simple join. Um, and then just watch both our Facebook sites and our, our websites for different events that are coming up. For example, on the uh, 21st of uh, September, we'll be doing a community build uh, where we actually build a playground with volunteer effort in one of the parks in one of the neighborhoods, um, basically saving that amount of labor money for the park so that the equipment that is put in can be better quality. You know, is there, is there anything else you want folks to know about your organization, about what you do, anything like that? One of the great resources that Sun Prairie has is its parks and trails. Um, I know I bike the trails and can bike up to 20 some odd miles around the city in a single loop, um, most of which is on trails or residential streets. And then the individual parks themselves, um, just basically being a part of uh, the uh, improvement and maintenance of those parks uh, basically connects the community to them. And most of the, we're starting to put in signs at the pol uh, for pollinator gardens at the signs uh, for the parks so that we increase people's awareness to uh, the environmental issues um, related to uh, pollinators. So it's, you know, little things here and there, cleaning up the parks, putting in pollinator gardens, and then also uh, raising funds for improvements so that people can get a better use out of the parks. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sustained Dane podcast, Bill. If you are interested in volunteering or finding out more about how you or your business can become involved with keeping Sun Prairie Park sustainable, you can check out the link in the episode description. Last on the docket today, we have Ben Stanger, the founder of Greenbox. Greenbox composting makes it simple, easy, and clean to divert your food waste from the landfill. They swap out your bucket every other week and compost the contents so your food waste becomes soil, not methane. Let's tune into our conversation now. My name is Ben Stanger. My title, I'd say founder slash CEO of, uh, of Greenbox Compost. So tell us just about Greenbox in general. Sure. So Greenbox is a organics collection and composting company. So basically what we do, we go around to homes and businesses and we pick up organic, mostly food waste, but any sort of organic waste and take it back to our facility in Sun Prairie. 
where we compost. So we turn, change it from, you know, banana peels and apple cores and coffee grounds, et cetera, uh, into high quality, you know, nutrient rich, uh, very biologically active soil. Our, our, I guess our main goal or focus is to get people who normally be composting, but who want to composting. So, you know, we're happy if people are, you know, composting their backyard and switch to us, but mostly we're there for people who live in apartments, don't have the space or who don't have the time or energy or knowledge to compost on their own. We try to take that off their hands because we know a lot of people want to, but just aren't able to. I'm hoping you could tell us a little bit about, about uh, starting Greenbox. Depends on how far back you want to go. <laughs> when I was younger, maybe in like high school or middle school, I forget exactly when. Um, I remember like being in the car with my dad and, you know, my family is always composted. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things like when I was younger, I didn't really understand. I was like, everybody does this. I just assumed everybody composted. And then when I got older, I was like, oh, okay, obviously that's not like everybody, clearly everybody doesn't compost, but like, why not? You know? And then eventually, you know, as you understand the world better and better, you understand like why people don't do things. It's like lack of time, energy, different priorities, whatever it is. Anyways, I was in the car with my dad and he's like, you know, I used to, I always wondered if like there's some way to make a business out of, you know, composting for other people because it just seems like such a waste that people don't do it. And then we both were like, ah, but who, like nobody would pay for it kind of thing. So then fast forward, I graduated from college was living in Chicago and I just happened across a company that people were paying to do that um, in, in Chicago. So I ended up working for them for a little while, about two years, and we just grew super fast and it made me realize, oh, people actually do care enough about this to pay and that might be a viable model to grow from just doing it on your own to getting a sizable amount of people doing it to the point where maybe you can actually like change some broader structure, whether or not it's like a city doing it on as, as like a whole city or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then the pandemic hit, I got, you know, very stir crazy, started to like figure out what I wanted to do. And I realized that, you know, I'm from the Madison area and it just seemed crazy that Madison didn't have like a real solution for this. Like, especially like my, I think that a real solution looks like a citywide program, mm-hmm. but get from A to B, I thought, you know, basically with my experience in the company in Chicago, that that would be a viable way to get from, okay, nobody's doing it to, okay, everybody's doing it. It's like this bridging the gap. And that's kind of what I see Greenbox doing. So in July of 2021, I moved back to my parents' basement in Stoughton and just started to work on setting up the company. And from there... You know, it was just a matter of finding a location, finding some money, <laughs> and then eventually it turns out, and this was like one of the things at first it was a big roadblock was, you know, finding a municipality that actually had zoning laws that allowed for food scrap composting. Uh-huh. And that was actually pretty hard. A lot of them actually specifically forbade uh, food scrap composting. I think a lot of places back when they were writing those zoning codes were worried about, you know, pests and such. And now they're different. People, you know, there's different things in people's minds, mostly, you know, mm-hmm. climate change and stuff like that. So the, the priorities have shifted slightly. Um, and actually Sun Prairie, which is where we are located now, was one of those places that actually specifically for bad composting of food scraps. And so, you know, I was sending emails to all these municipalities 
saying, you know, will you please either interpret your zoning code generously or give us a variance or something. And Sun Prairie, um, you know, to their credit, was really excited about it and said, you know, we'd love you to do this here. And we worked together and eventually decided the best way to do it would be to amend the zoning code so that it no longer forbade food spread composting. And so that's what we did. We worked with them and the amendment uh, passed unanimously, which is great. And in that same round of uh, planning committee, uh, we, we got our permit to, to use that newly created compost zoning. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we've been there for about a year and a half now. We, we got into the space in late January, I believe. And we've been operating out of it since mid-February. So that's pretty much exactly a year and a half ago now. I don't know if you know the numbers off the top of your head, but how much compost are you are you pulling in? No, totally. So, I mean, when we started in, I think basically we, I think actually the first pickup day was February, was, was Valentine's Day of 2022. <laughs> so that was funny. And then, uh, well, at that time we had like 25 members mm-hmm. and, you know, we probably pulled in 250 pounds of food waste. Mm-hmm. We are now doing about, we have about 550 members and we are pulling in and and that plus about 25 commercial members and between all of that we're doing about five or six tons a week about 11,000 12,000 pounds a week of food scraps alone and then you know there's all the bulking agent and carbon that we add into that as well Mm -hmm. so yeah it's grown a lot in the last year and a half which is obviously we're very happy about because it means less stuff going to landfill but also it means like okay people know about what we're doing and are excited about it and you know want to see something like this succeed which is really gratifying and i think it's good news for local action to take against you know climate change and and environmental issues because a lot of times those are not really within reach for people um there's not a lot like an individual can do it at least that's how i always would feel so there's not a lot an individual can do Mm -hmm. And so to have something like this, it's like, okay, I'm making an individual action, but that adds up with everybody else that's doing it to something bigger. That's gratifying. And I think that if we keep that momentum going, it'll just have a bigger and bigger impact as more people hear about it and understand its value. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that you are a local company that, you know, you are very much like a part of this community. So I think that it's just fantastic. So if folks want to become a member if they want to get involved with Greenbox or just kind of check out more of what you are all about. I'm hoping you can tell uh, our audience a little bit about where to find you. Yeah, definitely. So our website, www.withgreenbox.com, like I'm with Greenbox uh, or compost with Greenbox, mm-hmm. withgreenbox.com. That'll, you know, that goes through kind of how the service works. You can sign up there. You can see more about us and about people that work there and everything, which is great. We also have a Instagram that uh, one of my coworkers does a pretty good job of updating. So that kind of is more up to date on what we're doing and what's going on. We're also at a lot of farmers markets, not the big one downtown, unfortunately, because we're not actually farmers, but a bunch of other ones around Madison, the Monroe Street, West Side Farmers Market, the Verona Farmers Market, Sun Prairie, North Side, a few other ones, I think, um, that I'm forgetting right now. But I think those are like the, the three main ways. Um, they can always email us as well. Um, the best email is compost uh, at withgreenbox.com. So, and we'll, we're always happy to answer questions. We're actually very excited. We have a, a big member tour coming up this Friday. So a bunch of members are getting 
uh, free compost back as well as getting to see our operation out in Sun Prairie. So we're very excited about that. One of the big things that we really like to do and like would like to do more of is kind of like a an education and outreach component just to show what composting is, but also how we do it. Because we have a particular, you know, method of composting that's a little bit more intense and a little bit more efficient. Um, and we think it's pretty cool. So we like to show that off and get people involved in that. Very cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today, Ben. Yeah, thanks, Jay. If you're interested in becoming a member of Greenbox, you can head to, you guessed it, the link in the episode description. One last big thank you to all three of our guests today, not just for their time that they took to chat with me, but also for the work that they do every day towards creating a more sustainable planet, Dane County, and Sun Prairie. There's just so much we can learn from each other by convening during events like this. We hope that you'll consider joining us for the future all-arounds. Not only will you be able to hear from speakers like the folks you heard today, but there's ample time and opportunity to network and connect with folks who are passionate about making the planet greener one step at a time. You can find future Dane County all-around events on our website by heading to our programs and looking under Connect. If you are interested in Sustained Dane bringing the event to your community, you can send us an email to hello at sustaineddane.org to find out more. To wrap up today's show, we want to thank all of our members who make what we do possible. If you're interested in becoming a member and supporting the Sustained Dane mission, either as an individual or a business, you can find out more information under the membership tab on our website. Already a member? Then share this episode with a friend. Word of mouth will always be the best form of advertising possible, so if you ever have a friend asking for recommendations, then look no further. The Sustained Dane podcast is a great way to learn about what we do and to discover ways to become more involved. I've been your host, Jay Davis. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, change happens when inspired people take action.